It's Wednesday, May 25th. Welcome to the News Diet, a healthier alternative for staying informed. I'm your host, Michelle Carroll. Today, I'm going to talk about the Robb Elementary School shooting, the ISIS plot to assassinate former President Bush, Jen Psaki's new job at MSNBC, and also the massive cleanup of Lake Tahoe. Let's be informed so we can get on with our day. Yesterday in Uvalde, Texas, a shooting at Robb Elementary School resulted in 19 deaths. 18 children, one teacher were among the victims, and it's reported that the shooter was killed by authorities. The assailant is said to have been a local 18-year-old. At the time of the recording, not many details have been released on him, but I'm sure more will be revealed soon. This shooting comes a little over a week after the mass shooting at a Buffalo grocery store that killed 10 people, also committed by an 18-year-old. The close timing of these attacks have fueled the ongoing conversation about the cause of these shootings, which inherently means a debate on the role that guns play. Gun control advocates say that this is a gun problem and are pushing for more legislation on gun ownership and use. The proposals range from banning certain types of firearms to stricter background checks on potential buyers to extra taxes on gun sales. Control activists say that making guns harder to purchase will make it harder for bad actors to use them when wanting to commit acts of mass harm, which can obviously be achieved through the use of guns. They point to the fact that firearm deaths in the U.S. is much higher than most other developed countries with stricter laws. For example, a CDC comparison found that the gun deaths accounted for 79% of homicides in the U.S., compared to only 4% in the U.K., 13% in Australia, and 37% in Canada. Gun rights advocates say that the issue isn't a gun problem, but rather a mental health issue, pointing to the fact that mass gun ownership has been a staple of American living since its inception, but that these mass shootings are a new phenomena. They also point to the Second Amendment in the Constitution, which solidifies the right to bear arms. Gun rights advocates tend to think that restricting gun rights would empower bad actors more as theoretically, less people would have a firearm on them as a form of defense. In fact, that's one theory as to why schools tend to be targets of these mass shootings, is the vulnerability of the environment. One non-political aspect of these school shootings is the copycat theory. Several studies and analysis have shown that several modern shooters reveal being inspired by other mass shooters widely covered by the media. In fact, one study by a criminology professor at the University of Alabama showed that the worst mass shootings, where more than eight people were killed, had doubled since 2010 when compared to the previous 40 years. The suspicion is a correlation with the rise in mass media coverage and social media, where these attackers' actions and names have become known by all. I don't make many personal stances on the show, but one policy I do have is to refrain from sharing these shooters' names in case the rise of these shootings is in fact motivated by infamy. This story was still unfolding at the time of recording this, so I'm sure there will be more details in coming days. Yesterday, the FBI Joint Terrorism Task Force arrested an alleged ISIS operative who was apparently plotting to assassinate former President Bush. 
The reason is reported to be in, quote, retaliation for Iraqi deaths, likely referring to the Iraq war that began under Bush's administration. The suspect was already in the U.S. on a visitor's visa from 2020, where he later applied for asylum, which was still under review. According to documents, the man was planning to smuggle in other Iraqi foreign nationals to help with the mission they called Operation Iraqi Freedom, and was planning to smuggle them out through the U.S.-Mexico border when complete. The mission involved at least seven ISIS members. The suspect had apparently traveled to Dallas in February to perform recon on Bush's residence and other potential locations. The suspect was caught after two parties who were approached by him to help with obtaining fraudulent FBI IDs and badges ended up sourcing information to the FBI. The suspect has been charged with a crime regarding illegal immigration and also aiding and abetting a plot to kill the former president. MSNBC has officially announced that former White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki will be hosting her own original show on the network starting in the beginning of 2023. She'll also be making appearances on other programs on the network as an analyst. MSNBC has been amping up their recruitment of high-profile progressive political figures to serve as on-air personalities now that they have more streaming opportunities to fill. For example, they also recently brought on Vice President Harris's former advisor and senior spokesperson, Simone Sanders, to also host a show. Before serving as White House Press Secretary, Jen Psaki worked as White House Communications Director under President Obama and as spokeswoman for the Department of State. Lake Tahoe has just undergone a massive cleanup effort by a team of scuba divers that spent a year collecting more than 12 tons of submerged litter. The team found plastics and glass items, but also wallets, engagement rings, cameras, and phones. The effort was organized by the nonprofit Clean Up the Lake, and they announced their plans to tackle other lakes like Donner Lake, Fallen Leaf Lake, and June Lake. One of the project donors, the Tahoe Fund, has said that they have commissioned artists to create sculptures using some of the collected litter. It's Wednesday, May 25th, and you've just been informed. Now it's time to get on with your day. I'm Michelle Carroll. Thanks so much for listening.